Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 122. We just we have two different segments in this where we talk to Jed on the way down to Nebraska, and then we combine um, what we just recorded with him coming back. So on the way down, sorry, it's on a phone call, and then on the way back, he's, or on the way when he's here, talking about after the trip, it sounds better and we better quality. So hang in there for that, but you kind of get the whole trip, you know, Jed's idea on the way down, and then what happened, and well, just listen to find out. Jed speaking. Jed, thanks for uh, calling into the 1080 Outdoors podcast show. How are you guys doing today? I mean, technically, you called me. <laughs> so what's going on? You guys are heading um, out to Nebraska, huh? Yeah, and I don't know if you realize this yet or not, but uh, the interstate, uh, like from the Nodine Hill to Elbert Lee, was slush covered this morning. Oh, really? Like, you had to drive slower than you wanted to? Oh, a lot, a lot slower. No cruise control. There was oh. probably 10 vehicles in total in the ditch, one of them being a semi on its side. Jeez. What a terrible start to the trip. Dude, as we were, like, as we got on the interstate in, uh, in uh, La Crescent, I look up at the hilltops, and I'm like, oh, it snowed in the high country. I bet the interstate is going to be a fucking nightmare. And it was. Uh, And, like, it wasn't, Jake and I talked, like, it wasn't even a thought of ours this morning to, like, check any of that shit. Didn't even consider it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Definitely not like that here, although the weather is terrible. Oh, yeah, cold and misty when we left yeah so what's the weather looking like out there good for the mid, weekend mid mid 50s a little little wind wind tomorrow a little more wind than i'd like but you know you, you right. take what you can get right so yeah so where are you heading i want the exact location uh yeah that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> i mean in all fairness, you know exactly where we're going. Yes. The greatest place in the world. Uh, well, one, one, of, of them. one of them. One of them. So you're heading out to Nebraska, getting you guys, did you get your tags yet? No. So we're a day. Got to acquire some permission before we actually get a tag in our pocket. Well, do they does it, do they make you determine whether or not it's private or public tags? No, no. Okay. So, what's the strategy heading out to get permission? Uh, find turkeys, knock on doors. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one farm that obviously I would like to get on just based on previous 
experiences, but Oh, that ain't there yeah, yeah, that has happened before. Where we go and place that has turkeys the year before is is not the same, right? Or doesn't have them. You guys, uh, so are you gonna be like like snooty about getting Merriams? Because yes, maybe. I about <laughs> Yeah, I'm not talking to you. Jed acts like he has standards sometimes. Yeah, well, here's the deal. I would really like to kill a Miriam. But, like, if it's getting down to, like, okay, if there's two turkeys coming in and one of them's got white tips, I'm going to shoot that one, and I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. But, like, but if, would you if, say if, two if, come in... And an Eastern is standing at, like, seven yards, and the other one's at 20. Are you letting Jake waste the Eastern first? Uh, well, I don't think we've really talked about, like, how this is going to play out, and I don't really – personally, I don't really give a shit. Like, I've, I've had all sorts of opportunities to kill birds in Nebraska and wasted them all. So, in my – like thought process, Jake's gonna get first right or refusal at anything, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. He's a grown ass man. Yeah, he is. Jake, what's your thoughts on this? Well, do you are you do you feel nervous going with like the mental midget of Nebraska turkey hunting? Yeah, the guy who just can't steal the deal. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> like, I mean, there is the. The weapon acts in the back seat, so like yeah. if it comes down to it, I will shoot one with a with a bow rifle. Yeah. So you brought the crossbow. Oh yeah. It's in the back. So let's talk a little bit about the the strategy. Say so you find a group of birds. Are you guys trying to put a blind out today or no? So today's twenty fourth, tomorrow's opener. Yeah. Ah, that sucks you weren't out there this morning. Yep. I'm real glad we didn't drive to that stuff in the night if that snow was sticking off. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my thought is go out there, talk to the farmer. If he gives us permission, we're going to set up a blind where we had it before. Just on yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Just because why not? And then you know, like do some do some driving around looking for birds, get back to that, that glassing knob for, you know, like the last whatever. If we see birds go come come down and go through that bottom and head up into that same same canyon to roost, it's like game on, you know. Less right. uh, dance we're gonna head there in the morning. And if not, if we don't see anything, well then we just uh yeah, I don't know. Probably get yeah. up early. Probably get up early and and try and try and hoop some some birds and see if they're even any around, you know, and just go from the, there. The nice thing about Merriams is, or Miriams, whatever you want to pronounce it as, okay. is they are extremely vocal, and they're extremely vocal in like complete darkness. So like yeah. whether it's tonight or even early tomorrow morning, like you might get gobbling before there's even like an ounce of sunshine. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I would agree with you. They're definitely, you should be able to see them tonight if they're going to that spot, I think. 
I don't know. I think there. I don't think there was a day that we didn't see them, or a night that they didn't go back in. Correct. They would go back in really late, but. Right. And boy, is Jake. that a spectacle to behold too. When there's just 200 turkeys like filtering through, going up into a canyon, it's like they don't stop. Especially like when they, you're like, especially when it's like getting so late, and you're like, is this going to happen? And then all of a sudden, yep. They just start emerging. Yep. Well, it's quite a spectacle, too, when you're sitting <laughs> in the right place on a flock and you pretty much have the flying monkey scene from the... Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz takes place right in front of you. Yeah. I hope so bad we see it. It's when was it's the last time you were in Nebraska, Jake? Never. You've never this gone? This is the first time I've gone out of Wisconsin. Oh, weird. So you never went uh, back when we were doing, like, the out west Nebraska trip? Well, don't know what I had going on, but I must have found something to do that I wasn't very sure about, I guess. Huh. Well, it feels like it's good weather, and I don't think Nebraska's been dealing with any of the things that we dealt with last time. Well, I think two years in a row we were dealing with flooding, weren't we? Yes. Yep. So it should be uh it should be a good a, a good week for you guys, a weekend. Yep. Is there any public hunting plans or are you going all door knocking? Uh, uh, all depends. Depends. uh yeah. yeah. I mean there's there's nothing off the table and there's nothing concrete on the table, I guess I'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah, we've talked about this before where it's like it might be more of if you accept the fact that you shouldn't go door knocking. It might be more beneficial to go find the places that are the farthest away from public. Farthest away from public. Yeah. Because the place that we had out there, it was relatively close to public, but you know, most people are doing what we're doing once they realize that the public right. birds are like psychopaths. And then you have to deal with it where you drive off public and like there's hundreds of birds just taunting you. Yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna like before we even go find uh, go find the farmer. We're definitely gonna have to swing past where they're just strutting on the porch. See in the if, yard. See if, yeah. birds, see if those birds still exist. Yeah, that would <clears throat> probably be a good indication of if the area is right. still healthy. Right. Because that is one thing about Nebraska too that we've seen where one year it will be great numbers and you'll have them all over the place, and then the next. <clears throat> it can change rapidly out there. Yep. It's just, I think it has to do with a lot of the nesting habitat and some flooding issues in the spring, it seems like. Yep. I think the first time when Jared and I went out there and we went all the way out west and there was not the birds that Jared uh, promised that there would be. Sure. And then we, tr- on the way back, we were stopping at like I don't know. It must have been like a some DNR place or something to do with the state. I don't know what they're called out there, but the guy had really like dialed in. He must he was like the land manager of this 80 acre piece of public or something, and he had said that the year before they had 17 toms and like 75 hens, and then this year they only had. And this wasn't this year, but the year that we were out there, they only had one tom and like 25 hens. 
zone. Sure. They can change dramatically out there, especially if they're dealing with some of the things that we're dealing with in the Midwest. On top of that. What what uh what things are those, Taylor? Well, whatever's causing the population decline in Wisconsin and Iowa. Sure. Do you want you are you saying you want me to go into my theories or Yeah, I just kinda wanted you to blow up on something. <clears throat> well, I don't I don't think I can blow up on anything with it because I, I don't know enough about it. And we probably won't know enough about it forever. Okay, well, that's not what I wanted to hear come out of your mouth. Like, that's not the tailor that I know. The tailor that I know would just go off on a tangent whether you were right or wrong. But you believe <laughs> in your mind 100% that you were fucking absolutely correct. <laughs> I win. You're saying I did oh. believe I was 100% correct about one of these theories? No, 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 but, like, like... Oh, I act like I'm correct. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, with these theories, but, like, in general, I've heard you go off on some wild tangents that you yeah. absolutely believe are correct, and I was hoping you would do that with one of these. And you're kind of boring me right now. Well, it's a few different things. It's the hunting pressure, for sure, has something to do with it. Yep. But the big one that quite possible that we're never going to find out about is the seed coating that started being used around three to four years ago that magically just correlates with the decline in population. So the unfortunate thing is it's a pretty big industry you're messing with there, and the old wild turkey probably isn't a big enough deal to really dive into that one. Yep. Yeah, but Jake, I th I don't think first of all it's too closer to Jed to talk, but I don't think um <laughs> that the statewide numbers are going to correlate anything because I think it's, there's pockets. Like, I think northern Wisconsin right now is is way more than it was before. Like, you'd have to look at it because there's a big discrepancy on geographical area. It's almost like things are starting to flip where northern places are getting to where we were. And there's there's part of that, too, where it's just a natural, it's a natural thing that's going to happen to a population of animals that you introduce to an area. They're going to increase. Most likely, they're going to get to the point where they're over the carrying capacity of the area, and they're going to tick back. Yeah, and never get to that, never get to that original balloon number ever again. Right. Get back, and they'll, yeah, they'll they'll find their sustainable like number. Yep. Which is my like that's my best guess as to what's happening because like, like the wild turkey, like was released in Wisconsin when in the late seventies, early eighties, and just like slowly increased until like the mid 2000s when they exploded it seemed like and then yeah like now we're just coming down from that yeah we've probably been on like well jake you probably looked at the state numbers where we've been we've probably been on like a 10-year like slow decline but then the last couple of years seem to have picked up i don't know but the problem is too those numbers like the harvest numbers don't correlate as well because there it's been an exponential growth of hunters in the last 10 years yeah. Well, yeah. Twenty twenty had a, or yeah, twenty twenty had a, a pile of people out there just with 
with the pandemic and everything else, and people trying to get outside and do something. There's still a question. That's why there was such a good harvest. Yeah, I mean, I think it's most likely it's a combination of a lot of factors. I don't think we can say that they got to their, like, kind of tipping point of population. Maybe that happened, too. But I'm pretty sure that would be correlated with some type of, like, disease that you would see or we would know about by now. But maybe not. No. I, I do think that, like... Dude, there's a lot of people who kill turkeys in Wisconsin. Like, like we were talking about last night, like, if if Wisconsin had, like, a statewide archery opener where, like, anybody who bought a tag could go, do you know how many fucking vehicles you'd see out and about turkey hunting? And, like, where we're headed, it's just not that, you know? Yeah, locals just kind of, like, giggle at the fact that people are coming to hunt. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's uh I think that obviously has a lot to do with that would be the state programs doing a good job since they're introduced uh, to push them, push hunting and but yeah, maybe we got to a point where it's it's too much. But then <laughs> the turkeys are changing too. Like no matter what the numbers are, they're also making adjustments. So the last 10 years have also brought decoys that are, I think all of us can agree, are a new level of advantage. The blinds yeah. are a new level of advantage. Like We aren't all timber hunting with maybe a foam decoy that scares the thing away like 60% yeah. of the time. Yeah. So it's become, because you just don't see turkeys out in fields anymore either like they're just they've they they are very aware of the fact that fields are a bad place for them and they've yeah, been killed they watch their friends get killed some man some oh uh, last year i knew some turkeys that refused to fucking leave a field like an egg field yeah Refused. Yeah. was it yeah, maybe some they of them ones I, I mean i've seen it for sure where there's a really high coyote or predator population, and and then when you're surrounded by half orchards and stuff, that they can get they can get got in, you know. Um, it seems like those birds want to hang out in the middle of the field all day and not get anywhere near, yep. you know, the grass or the woods or, or anything like that. I think it's yeah. And that's a whole other thing too. I think that's a that's a legitimate. There's like ten legitimate arguments that could support a lack of population, and the raccoon population is definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, they're they, they're, def- they're definitely facing more nest raiding predation than than they have in the in their existence in Wisconsin, anyway. Yeah, and I wonder, like, I wonder. Right. All kinds of trappers out there. Yeah. Moving your nest, nest raiders, so. And I wonder, like, what else have we seen a giant growth in over the last few years? Like, bob, bobcats are much more prevalent now. I mean, bald eagles. They went for you and from seeing maybe a bald eagle along the river to like 
them being disgusting like vultures in your yard. <laughs> like, there was a bald eagle in my yard the other day that my dog chased away. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they're they're not necessarily like hunters per se, but all those things yeah. I'm sure play a big role. It, it yeah, is, I mean, it, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we've listed now at least a dozen things that I'm sure all of them play a small part. Some of them probably more than others, but like, yeah, it ain't just one thing. Right. So what's your prediction out there? Are you guys going to get more than one tag if you kill something tomorrow? Turns out tomorrow goes. Yeah. I'd like to put one under my belt before I get to address them and think I'm going to kill two or three of them. Right. I've only personally killed one with a bow that didn't have to have a follow-up shotgun or anything else like that. So. Right. I if I if I start out and get one, yeah, I'll consider it tag if I got a couple of days to hunt, but Yeah, I mean we're starting with one. We're both starting the day tomorrow with a tag in our pocket. Nebraska makes it easy on you too, because you can you can buy it right on your phone and then use it. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's exciting. What's the decoy spread? Are you going heavy decoys? Oh, we got so many decoys. I half truck. Yeah, I feel like I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, yesterday when a I Don was Denard descendant with a lot of decoys is a guarantee. So I went, I went to, I went to Don's shop and raided it the other day. So that's like half a truck box right there. You mean Cabela's of uh, of the South of Southwest Wisconsin? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty much what it was. So you like, have oh, avians and, uh, or is he Dave all just, Smith. he's all, is he all Dave Smith now, or does he still have the old avians? Uh, it's, it's, it's a mix, you know, you got old avians, newer avians, newer, you know, and I don't think I have any of the actual older ones that are more like a plume, I guess, like, <laughs> I don't have any of them with those bigger ones, but it's all like the newer version of avian and, uh, Dave Smith. Yeah, they're hard to hard to beat, and then you got a, a couple blinds with you too. Yep. Well, good luck, guys, and we'll probably do maybe another call on the way back and talk about some of the stories. I I hope we have a really good decoy story for you. You will if you see them. If you get in on them, they're gonna come after them. That's yep. one thing for certain. Yep. Just like the just like the ones that. It's like the ones that overtly attacked our decoys in a in a river bottom in a timber that was like the most beautiful scene in the entire world with some of the best footage ever and Jet had a mental breakdown. Well, see, I don't know, man. You sent that thing right through one of them. It, it, that was an unfair. I would say that was unfair, and then after that was a mental breakdown. Yes. Yep. Hundred percent. Uh huh. We, I did watch some turkey hunting videos yesterday, and uh, I watched the dude send an arrow through one that was in the same position, like facing him, strutting, and he shot it like in the in like like where I would consider the belly button to be, like if it was a human, you know what I mean? Like 
way down by the legs he shot that thing and it just died instantly and i'm like okay well i clearly just aimed at the exact wrong spot on that son of a bitch yeah it, that was part of it too just a learning curve because mm-hmm. well would you say that one was like the weird didn't you have another one that was just like the wrong placement essentially yeah yeah i've had basically every turkey that i've shot at in nebraska has been like well that one, my arrow hit exactly where my pin was. It's just I put my pin in the wrong spot. And then the other times, it's just been like just a tick off of where I wanted to hit. And that's basically all it takes with a turkey. You know, I don't know. And then yeah. now, like, your standard is pin the feather or up the ass, up the, up the back. Oh, if I could get, like quartering away or facing away is what I want. Pin, not pin the feather, but pin the wing, like right behind the wing yep. where the wing meets the body. Yep. Well, good luck, guys, and keep keep me updated. All right. All good. Have fun. Yeah. Drive safe. Bye. All right. We are live after we just roasted Weston and did a little private session that is sent out to our members-only club. Weston, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Back to 100% today. It was yeah, a two-day. Yeah, you had a nasty, yeah, nasty weekend. <laughs> nasty weekend. Yeah. How old are you? Old enough. You're not 30, though. No. God, I'm not some so. sick fuck. 30. <laughs> Jed. Oh, Jed. yeah. Well, 30. <laughs> no, just 30. So we have think this episode's One. 31. Because <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to put oh. the conversation Ugh. with you first, oh, and then sure. this is going to follow. Sure. So um. people have already been listening for a little while. Yeah, well, when uh, when I had bought my tag in Wyoming, or in uh, Nebraska, mm-hmm. you know, I logged into my little account there, which is, by the way, the easiest state I've ever had. It's to a log good state. They account. do things correctly. Idaho um, is pretty simple, but um, it popped up there that my eight, like it said, my name and in parentheses my age, oh. and I was like, "Fuck you, website." That hurts. <clears throat> that one hurts. Oh, what did it say? Thirty-one years. <laughs> Mm. Always hurts to see. I was see like, it. well, I actually, fucker, I'm in my 20s still, I think. But I'm 20. Whatever. So I'm. You're knocking on the door. Yeah, well, Taylor's a little closer, but yeah. I'm a young 28. Almost 29. Nah. <laughs> a few months here. <sighs> yep. Yeah? Yeah? It ain't that bad, guys. It ain't that bad. It really ain't. I agree. Got the best years ahead of us. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah, the most negative person in the world. Yeah, you probably won't think that. Me? Yeah. Stop. The it's... most negative human. Nah, in the I think so I think on the negativity scale, so... I, I have to be the highest one here. All right, Jed. By far. You got a lot of Especially positive things. The fucking week you have. Yeah, any positive well, yeah, things to discuss? I'm still more positive than you are, though, about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw some mule deer over the weekend. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. You know. I a mean, lot of them. No, not a lot, but some. I mean, more than zero. That's cool. More that's than cool. I would have seen if I stayed here. So you know, that's a win. That's a win. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't hit the release trigger on my. You know, so that was the negative for the Did weekend. Did you pull back? Uh, yeah, several times, but never <laughs> on a turkey. You know, it was just like, oh, I gotta like make sure I can still do this. So you never looked at a turkey. Did you ever see a turkey? Yeah, we saw turkeys while hunting. Yeah, yeah, we okay. saw quite a few. <clears throat> they. Uh, so they, after we got done talking the other day, yep. you guys got out there then. What mm-hmm. time did you get out there? We got to uh, to the first spot at like 
uh, <coughs> two, stopped in and talked to the farmer, and he... P.M. Yeah, 2 p.m. And he uh, pretty much just said, like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to help you guys out, but uh, I already got three guys that I've given permission to for the next week and a half. And it's like, well, thanks anyways. Did you ask them if they, like, called or how we can get better permission I've, next year? I just kind of freaked out and... You know, you didn't. Jake wasn't the one doing the talking. No, I was, and then he kind of took over, and then yeah, no, just didn't. It didn't go well. Um. Well, he wouldn't even give you permission for the day. Oh, it was before season, and he had guys. Oh, yeah. Guys. That's the one there, thing right? most people are. They like. N- I don't know. Because he was the same way last time. Yep. Because they were worried about someone like coming, but in like know. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, for the most part, like, in my experience, it's either been, like, I have outfitters or, like, yeah, go ahead, or there's already a guy here. They don't seem to want to, like, over-allocate permission there. No, they do, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they do a good job of that. But they also, like, it's crazy. I mean, honestly, it is crazy to think about how much permission they give out. People so like that. was it... <clears throat> It was the same area. Yep. That you had hunted before. Yep. Uh, all right. And then, uh, so then Jake and I kind of bombed around to a couple local spots and didn't really like anything. So then we packed up and made a big move and went uh, to where his brother had been. And I think you had been there once. Yeah. So we went down there and we rolled in there at like 7 p.m. then. And uh, heard, heard a couple turkeys gobbling. So we're like, oh. Looks like we kind of, at least for the short term, made the right move. So we pitched camp and kind of half-assed got a game plan for the morning. And then that next morning we went out and uh, set up in the complete darkness. Pretty close to them, it ended up being. Um, they were across a little creek. And they were gobbling on the roost, answering calls. Um... They flew down, kind of like worked away from us goblin for probably 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden, the goblin was getting closer. And all of a sudden, we could see him. Like, we were set up on the edge of a um, creek and like a cut milo field. And Sick. Yeah, we didn't realize that the milo was like mid-thigh high. <laughs> like, even, like, they must have had the, the head of the combine way high when they took it off. And it was just like you couldn't see decoys in it. We had we had the decoys set like where the machinery had turned around a bunch of times and trampled it down, but like where the turkeys came out, they couldn't they couldn't see the decoys. Oh, so they came over across the creek yeah, and they, they were on the same dance floor yep. as you? Yeah, they Dang. came they came out at like ninety yards and like kinda like walked around for a minute <clears> looking <throat> in our direction and then just was like, Yeah, I can't see anything. Gone, never to be seen again. So then we, like, kind of quick scouted out the rest of that public chunk and uh, ended up seeing a couple that were just off on private but heading on to the public. So we tried to cut them off. Um, and they were just, like, running around like freaks, like purring at each other. It was five gobblers. They were, like, purring and clucking at each other. And just not gobbling and uh like 
down into the creek bottom, back up to the field, like running around in circles. And we just tried to get in on them and got busted. Um, then we spent the afternoon in a blind, wanted to kill ourselves by the time that was done. Didn't hear another gobble. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, so then we, like, bailed when it was, you know, when it was pretty cl- pretty clear that we weren't getting any shots that night we bailed and went to another area to listen to try and roost a couple which we did so we got a game plan on where to set up went out there set up um they were gobbling in the roost and then after fly down never heard another gobble and then at like 9 30 jake was gonna go out the back of the blind to, to rock a piss and he, like, opens the door, sticks his head out, sticks his head back in. I'm like, oh, there's Sturgis back there, huh? He's like, yeah, there's a giant flock, like, kind of working its way towards us. They're probably, like, 300 yards away right now. So we watched him, called at him for, well, until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And they just would not break. Um, so I'm well, gonna, what, what setup were you running? Did you have quite a few decoys out? We had Strutter, Lay Down Hen, Two other hens. We had more decoys, but like, ugh, nightmare when you like when you can't set up a blind ahead of time. Right. Like when like that's as many decoys as one guy is gonna carry, and then another guy's gonna carry blind, and then it's just like, you know, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Um. So that's where we drew drew the line. Yeah, I'm a much bigger fan of drawing the line early. Yeah. Um. So then. Then in that afternoon, we went, like, 40 miles away to another chunk of public. Saw two, again, just off of public. Tried to set up on them. Never, never heard from them. Never saw them again. No clue where they ended up going. Then morning three, we went back to set up in the same general area that we had morning two. Um, and somebody else beat us there. So we went to, we just kind of like went around to the other side of the same like valley and, uh, tried to set up on that side, basically setting up on the same birds, hoping that they went the other way that morning and they did not. Um, then we ended up knocking on a guy's door. He gave us permission for the rest of the day. But had another guy coming in the next day after that. So we hunted the afternoon out there, saw some birds, never could get them to respond. Um, then you dealing we, with all Miriams out here? Yeah. Then, uh, what? So are you like not, do you think, did it seem like you guys weren't seeing a ton even that day you drove across the state? No, didn't see any. Um, so then we packed up cause at this point we were, you know, we were planning on hunting until like hunting the morning hunt and then driving home. Well, at that point we were like another six hours farther away than we had originally anticipated. So we drove three hours that night just to a random spot that we picked on the map that was, you know, like three hours closer to home. Slept there, went out for the morning, heard some gobbles, couldn't get them to respond. 
they were clearly working away like deeper into private. So turned around and packed up and went home. That's a depressing trip, man. Dude, it was brutal. It was brutal. Just the one time with him on the dance floor. Right? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. We talked, you know, we talked to some of the guys that, that were out there and like the ranchers because that public spot that we like stopped at the last morning was, uh, was like a private land for public access type deals. And the rancher was actually out there tending to the cattle while we were walking back. What was he doing with them? While he was taking care of a dead calf. Um, cabin season there yeah, you know yeah. and uh he stopped up and asked us if we had any luck and we said no and he said yeah he said there's there's a few flocks around that use this piece but uh i haven't seen them yet this year he said that they're they're kind of grouped up weird this year he said um and they hadn't broken up from their winter flocks at all and i said yeah that seems to be about what we've noticed everywhere in this state you know yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the majority of the times that we've been out there, except maybe. Yeah, it's. I don't know. The one year we did have midday stuff yep, going on, but. Yep. It's pretty much. It's always the battle. Yeah, it's can you find the X where they're flying down? Yeah. yeah. If you can get on that, you're gonna you're in for one of the coolest things ever. And if you can't get on that, you're in for one of the most brutal hunts of your life. And then like out west, were those flocks just like out in giant prairies that you just had? I always felt like the western place was always weird because they would go like giant flocks would be moving across wide open places. Like there's just no way to get out in front yep. of them even. Yep. And then the other place, the flocks would be moving through like bottoms and and uh just like always in like real thick cover mm-hmm. like that year that weston was with us i mean there was what like four times probably where birds were close enough where we could hear a rumble in their chest gobbling but we i don't think we ever saw no, one that no, was actually um, draw them out of that thick yeah, they were cedars like, yeah the cedars yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it is just a mental beat down when you're not on the axe yeah it's terrible yeah you feel like well, especially when you are like just close enough where you're like oh, i just fucking missed it yeah yeah i mean well like you said the, the one time they were you know within 100 and then right the other time that you said they were at like 300 right um yeah i don't know like with them for a little i bit. feel like had we set up in a way that those turkeys could have seen our decoys, I think we had a legitimate chance at those because mm-hmm. they were looking. Yeah, you know, that sucks. It does. And that was day one? That was the first morning. So was yeah. there a different setup that could have been done? I mean, yeah. Like, you could have been where they came out, but... So was that like a... Was that a pretty small chunk then where the, you, there wasn't, like, much maneuvering you could have done as for, like, the following day trying to go back well we did but here's the deal there was a ton of pressure there okay. and those birds were not sure back um, you got lucky on a couple it sounds like yes before people yes that like yeah. had we had we set up in the corner of the field where they ended up like coming out yeah we'd have been right, obviously right on them but I bet the pressure was crazy because the 25th landed on a friday yeah yeah 
Yeah, it was insane. Um, but as, like, with the information that we had, we didn't know. You know, it was pitch dark. We knew that we were close to the turkey, so, like, turning on our headlamps wasn't really an option because we were within 100 yards of them when we were setting up. Um, and, like, we hadn't ever pushed back to that field because they were already on the roost when we got there. So, you know, we just had to basically look at a map. And we couldn't tell that there was, like, a little two-foot knoll that the turkeys were, you know, came out on the other side of. Sure. So, yeah, it was just, like, looking back, I don't know that we could have made a different choice based on the information <clears throat> that we had at the time. You know, obviously. So not a lot of, like, was the land, the land just not great for, like, running and gunning? Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Because, like, everything, Extremely if it's the same property that we went to, every, all the egg there. fields are, like, in these bottoms, which is awesome. But then if they don't come down there, they're, like, they, like, void out of the area by going out over these tops. And it's, like, they select, you have to, like, pick which coolie they're going to come out of. And then they take these wide open areas, like probably off public. They like make a beeline for a private piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And or they know they're not going to get. No, there. I think the reason that they make a beeline for that is because, like, on the public, on these big, these like big wide open prairie hillsides, the grass doesn't get grazed. So it's just long, tall. Yeah. Like, think of a CRP field. That's basically yeah. what it is. And then across the fence, it's a nice, like, half-ass mode area where they can actually like pick and strut and like exist without you know or they're just being fed by the landowner like when they were there well that was not yeah i think they just know where the private fences are and they get there well yeah i think they just i mean those birds and that sounds crazy and it sounds stupid but those birds that we hunted in that place with you, Weston. Mm-hmm. They were like, like right on, they had to be right on the line. And then they were just like, not going to go over there. Yeah, but I mean, it was the same thing there. Like the woods where they were hanging out was like nice open woods. Yeah. And we were trying to call them into a tall ass CRP field. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you would never try and do that here and think that you were going to be successful. Right. Which is weird because it's a good habitat for them, but it's not. They don't like love. They're not strutting. In right. It. They're not like. It's weird. What was weird to me was the lack of like gobbling not on the roost because they would gobble a little bit on the roost. Not nothing like. You know, like what we experienced. Granted, there was two hundred of them, and when we were like the flocks that we were hunting was like five to ten, but. So Miriams are notoriously more vocal. 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 Yeah. Their gobbles are weaker, but they gobble more. Okay. And it was like you'd hear maybe 10 gobbles on the roost, and then nothing. Yeah. They didn't gobble when they hit the ground. Well, Eastern is, birds. Is that, that's just because they're already flocked up still? I think it's because they weren't really in mixed flocks yet. Okay. Like we only saw one group that had toms and hens. And it's always – there's like triggers that take – I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's weird because well, I mean, it's like it's almost you're I wonder turkeys in March. It, it wouldn't be fun to hunt them around here right now. I don't think. No, no, it does seem like it's a little bit ahead of here normally, but yeah. Um, 
if you think about it, it's, it's not like one day they there. just wake up and they're like, I'm horny today and I will not. Well, I, I, I did watch a Tom breed a hen. Right. So this, 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 that's my point. They don't wake up and they're like, I'm horny today and I'm, I'm going to be horny for every day for the rest of the season from this one day on. Right. Like most likely it's like one day they're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Or they like run into a hen or I don't know, whatever. But then there's probably, you know, th- two, three days where that same flock's like, no, we're still just winter birds. Right. And then, you know, maybe a day or two they go crazy. And then, like, they take a four-day break. And then it gets to, the, like, the, you know, the peak. The prime, it. maybe they do, like, three, four. There's no way they're doing, like, they're always taking breaks. They're definitely, they're definitely taking breaks during the season, too. Like, I think early, I don't know. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it's just mm-hmm. you know that birds are there, and like you ro- or you roost a bird, which is a, like how much more certain can you be that a bird's on the roost, right? Unless they got kicked off in the middle of the night. But you 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 roost birds and they just don't gobble. Like, what's the explanation for that? Like, they just took a day off. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, I'm a feeding day. <laughs> Sorry, but then maybe that same situation. They're like, oh, it's a feeding day, but this guy or whatever this this lady up here is just. And then all of a sudden they blind gobble and you kill them, you know, or they were less vocal. Yeah. I, I feel like that big time in Nebraska where you see one day it seems like, what are we in the middle of the spring? Like with the birds that we got going on midday that time. And then the next day it was just, we just reverted right back into, we're in giant flocks and there's no separation. There's no midday gobbling. There's nothing. Or it's just different birds have different personalities and don't gobble as much as other birds. Yeah, but these flocks are so big that. Yeah, you would get at least one gobbler in there. And like that day, because we knew we were hunting a big flock, but then like that day there was a bunch of yeah it, stuff it was happening. Like, like it was like they broke up for the afternoon. Yeah, like and the then the flock. next morning they were in a giant flock again, yeah. and we never got another what was like the midday. Like out there. Well, it was cold. super cold and terrible the day that you you uh, missed that one, and yep. then. The next day, it must have. It was still cold, but it, yeah, it was a big break after a bad day of weather. No, I'm saying this year. This year it was. Oh, like... sorry. Well, you should be asking but what yeah. the weather was during that situation because yeah. that's true. That probably has a bigger role than anything to play. It was a break in the shitty weather, and it was. It was the first. It was a decent day right after that. Decent. I think. Um, we had like pretty much the same weather every day. It was windier than fuck. Um, Not the worst. And like. Upper 20s or low 30s in the morning and mid 50s to mid 60s in the afternoons. Like today, right now, reminds me of a Nebraska like yes. classic yes. turkey hunt day there. Just, just cloudy, windy, damp, and doesn't like feel great. Yeah. No, I hated being outside today. Today so sucked. Cold, the, damp wind. The whole time that we were out there, Jake's like, they're going to be in the bottoms. And it's like, they're not going to be up on the, like, up on these prairies getting their wind getting the wind slapped. I'm like, Jake, they do not care about wind. Like, everything that you think you, like, know about turkeys and wind, throw it out the door. They're just used to it out here, yeah. They don't give a fuck. And sure enough, they hung out up on top, getting their faces just blown just off. Smacked. Yeah. Because that's where the private was. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other place, the well, private. Not, no, not even that, because when we were on the private land that one day for the, like, whole afternoon, we were in the bottom. And they just never came down there. Don't know where they went. They never came down there. Hmm. 
Yeah, they are. It sure is frustrating when you're not in it. In it. And it yep. really just comes. Like, I don't know. Do you think you should have just drove around more and found them and then. Maybe. But, like. It's an aggressive decision to go from here, no, to all the way out there. Yeah. Because there's no turning back. Then. Right. Um, The thing is, though, like, out there they just weren't. Like, around here, you can drive around and see turkeys, like, you know, constantly. Are you seeing them right now? I don't drive around anymore. No, no, I no. Can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm saying like during season. Oh yeah. It's nothing to drive around and see turkeys. Like out there, it just doesn't seem to happen. Mm. Well, us, you should always be able to find a flock. Yeah. No, you can't always just find a flock. I don't know how many times. I mean, we usually found something. Yeah. Well, also driving around. Also, there's a lot less turkeys out there now than there was when you were out there so the locals say you know the the west part yeah well that's the place that i explained that that was an issue the year that supposedly there was like a third of what there was the year before yeah because yeah that's why but i bet that's why jake went out there because it was like heaven when those guys were hunting out there because they were hunting like giant flocks on public Mm -hmm. and they were getting like they have that video they showed they talked me into going because they showed me a video of a guy getting about seventeen shots at a bird mm-hmm. and kept missing. And there's a flock that was just all over. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go there." <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that though. Nah, no. I mean, but it was like that's what you know we experienced on private right. then. Right. He also said that they had way less turkeys there this year, this winter. Oh yeah. So they think you just hit another bad year, probably. Probably. Unlucky. Yeah, I mean, what is I'm, the? There's, there's obviously a. I'm right back in the driver's seat of I am never going there for that again. Oh my god, dude! You have to go next year. No, I don't. I bet I don't go next year. I'm going. You are? Mm-hmm. Who are you going with? Whoever wants to come with. <laughs> I would like to go, but we should. She got that guy's number. Yeah, you got to get permission before you go. That's my thought. Yeah. I bet I bet I can find it. Good. I hope you do find it. Well, we're good. Have you been seeing birds around here though, at all? No, I haven't really been looking either. I saw a flock this morning. Did you? Mixed flock. What are they doing? On my way back to Lafarge. Just hanging around in the. Freaking like swamp down below on uh, off of 82. Hmm. I haven't been looking. I have not been seeing them. Got but it. I haven't been looking couple very fan. much. Well, that was nice, dude. super easy. A couple fanned out. We, uh, I, yeah, it sucks. I don't like the whole gas thing. It's, I mean, it's a difficult thing to justify no it's not that i just obviously my brain is not set to just go drive around looking for turkeys sure it's not like i'm like oh i should go drive around look for turkeys and be and i talk myself out of it it's like i don't know but i think there's less car i see like less cars out here right now well i think yeah i would agree there's less people just driving around to drive around yeah sucks man also driving i drive around just drive around i know 
You're obsessed with just driving around. <laughs> I know. It's tough. <laughs> what season you got? First. Nice. Yeah. First and third. Nice. Same. What do you have? First and third. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we explain? I have second nice friend move that I made, I get, making sure you got third. Thanks, buddy. Came and put a door in for me. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that reminder. Oh, my God, dude. I had to remind you, too. Uh, hey, was, you didn't remind me. Yeah, you actually reminded me. <laughs> no, I was. I, I might. I probably. <clears throat> I think I would have missed that. I was that. unable to do it at the time at which I was supposed to do it, unfortunately. And it ran out within. So fast. A minute. S- well, yeah, maybe. No, it did because I texted Maria the same time I texted you reminding her to do it and she forgot and logged on at 10.01 and she was like 5,000th in line oh yeah I think I got kicked into like the thing like 5 minutes before 10 yeah. right which is what you gotta do yeah yeah. you gotta be you gotta be logged in and ready before you have, to, you have to like be sitting there refreshing yes. because it just all of a sudden kicks in yeah cause you can't if you go there too early like there's nothing to go into either mm-hmm. the annoying part about that was my one computer started first and then the computer I had your stuff logged into, the laptop started second, like by quite a bit. Cause I did all my stuff was in and then did yours and was in. And then you were like hundred and you, you got like an amazing draw. I don't know how that happens. It was like, like it was like 300 or well, something. I think it's just pretty random. And I was like 2000. Yeah, it is. It's completely random. Like all the numbers. So like, say it opens at, uh, cause it's. They start selling at 10, right? Mm-hmm. So say you can start logging in at 9.45. At like 9.57 or whatever it is, they just take every number in there and shit them out randomly. Yeah. Into a, yeah. And then that's yeah. just And then everybody who logs in after that is just, you know, first come, first serve. Yeah, and then I logged back in with my dad and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, I had, a, <clears throat> I had another buddy that was like logged in and just randomly was... Four thousand eight hundred something. Yeah. He did not get one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he logged in like early? Yes. Jeez. He said he was sitting there waiting, refreshed, kicked in. He was like four thousand eight hundred. He goes, Well fuck me. Two years in a row. Yeah. I don't know how that's I mean I don't think he was early enough. Yeah, I guess I can't tell you exactly when he logged in, but he told me when he was logged in early. Well, if someone did like what Maria did and was like, I logged in right on time. No, it's not, bro. No, you got to no, be on top ain't. of it. <laughs> no, right. Jed definitely reminded me. I think I would have missed it. Maybe. I don't know. I did have a big alarm set, like three of them, so I wouldn't have. But <laughs> when I saw your text, I'm like, oh, God. And I looked around, and I still had 40 minutes. So <laughs> I wonder if there's – uh, any other hands. fourth season available now? <clears throat> yeah, there's still there four is available. Still some, I think. Yeah. I looked. I should get that. So I have some flexibility to hunt either third or fourth if I can't hunt both. I mean, it's so dirt cheap. We don't we don't make people spend any money on tags in the state. Well, no, yeah, ten dollars. It's a joke. Although, uh, what's out of state now? Don't in, know. in uh, Nebraska. Oh, uh, buck fifty. Whoa! Yeah, they went from ninety-seven. Well, it was a buck fifty all said and done for uh, because it was like one twenty-eight for the tag and whatever thirty bucks for the or twenty-five for the habitat stamp. <coughs> I'm sorry, but we're just <clears throat> oh, we are so behind the eight ball. We're not even this website is so annoying. Like I can't just instantly go and get what I want. Mm-hmm. I, why? Like, why? Why do we have to be so? Because there's a bunch of Westons running it. 
<laughs> that was funny, Jed. Jed, that was really funny. Thank you. There's a bunch of very smart people running it. Oh, thanks, Jed. It's so nice of you. No, little whiners that make excuses about everything and be like, I don't know why the website isn't running faster. And I didn't smoke any cigarettes this weekend. <laughs> so you got second, you said? I got second and fourth. You didn't get a third. That's right. Did I get a third? I think I'm Dang, dude. I'm my fifth, too. Why not? I'm gonna yeah, I might, too. I'm going to try and kill one with my bowl. Are you? I'm gonna, yeah, kill one with the shotgun first, and then I'll yeah. try to the old bowl ski. Yeah, it's always a fun thing to say. No, it's a nightmare. Don't do we'll it. We'll see if you can do it. I don't think he, I don't think he would, dude. What? Do you think he would do what? that? Kill one with a bowl? Yeah. I don't know. Although you did kill a turkey last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah you're... I'm a fucking... Turkey hunter. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. I, personally, I don't think I will ever m- make the choice to carry one when it's when not forced. Option. Yeah, because it's just not fun. You're basically in a blind at that point. Yeah, I know. And I it's just, just, but I just so. Just, the thing is, I just want to do it. Sure. To say that I sure. did it. So painful is that running gun in Nebraska didn't go up better because that yeah. was. We were not in a blind, and that yeah. was an awesome day. Yeah. Yeah, don't remind me. That video, just we just posted a little video about that. See that? Mm-hmm. The footage is awesome. <laughs> I love that bottom. Bottom's so cool. My favorite, I mean, like, one of my favorite videos is in the fucking cedar tree. But. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. The Nebraska oh, yeah. one in the bottom. The one that we just posted? Oh, you just posted it today? I don't know. I think either today or there was one that got... I don't know. I saw one that, that posted with the big flock. Like on Instagram, you're talking Yeah. About. That one's either... Then if it hasn't been posted, it's getting posted. Okay. Then. I haven't seen it yet. I think, yes, yeah, something got posted. I don't know. We Anyways. But yeah, that's a sick, sick... I mean, all those videos are really cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Nebraska's a cool place. It looks a lot different than here, too. Sure does. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get more into Wisconsin turkey hunting next week, huh? Big time. Yeah, big time, Weston. Yeah, big, big time. time. Yeah, we're going to big time do that big time. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks.